Hey guys, I don't know if you're like me, but I love Count the Dings and everything it has to offer. I just can't find everything I need. You know, I know about Cinephobe and I know about the mailbag. And I know about Bomb, but that's all we do, right? I mean, no, we do so much more. What? Yeah, absolutely. If you sign up, patreon.com slash count the dings, you'll find a plethora of other content, fresh content, extended content, the OG pod overflow, the Cinephobe cold opens that we've taken and made their own thing to live only there the re-watchingtons bomb and it's full Ooh. and unadulterated cut early drops of cinephobe episodes and so much more said the og pod now is it new or is it old mace i'm glad you asked that it is a new incarnation mm-hmm. of the old og pod oh. so it's me zach trey Waz, tom i love those guys just like we always were going back to the true hoop days mm-hmm. we're recreating that magic recapturing it and putting it back out we're talking hoops we're talking pop culture and most importantly we're talking for 40 minutes for free mm-hmm. but then another specific patreon exclusive segment for every one of those episodes funny enough about that og pod you're getting tom and trey on mondays you're getting me and waz aka zosny on wednesdays a means floating in between i'm a floater you never know when you're gonna get a mean in those so you gotta listen to them all and what if i'm not sure what maze looks like because i've always thought he's a fat man with a fedora he's got a weird voice how can i see for myself what this maze character actually looks like it's crazy you don't know the answer to this mm. because it's the cinephobe pod youtube page what the ct5s on the cinephobe pod youtube page you can look at all of us you can get all the og pods on youtube too at count the dings one on youtube at cinephobe pod on youtube patreon.com slash count the dings gets you everything all in one feed you can link it to your spotify and now enjoy the show Hey, listener, Zach Harper here, Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y 467369. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to the Society on Slick. I'm your girl, Queen B from the South. Baby, watch your mouth. AKA Disco Barbie, joined by my partner in rhyme. Got Mari mm-hmm. here. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm out here. You know, you know the voice, you know the hairline, man. Yes, it's me. Of course it's me. You know, um, I'm all right, though. I'm chilling out, man. Got some good uh, good gushers on deck. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I thought you was talking about something else. AK. Okay. Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> I mean, you know. But you t- you talking about. the shit? One call away, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But you're talking about like some good old medicinal, right? Yeah, yeah, man. You okay. know what I mean? Gushers, aka Gersher, baby. You know what I mean? AKA <laughs> Gusher Raymond. You heard? Um Yeah. I like that. Yeah, man, that's what time it is, man. You know? We on well, that. I don't we have that. that right I have a pre roll that I'm gonna fire up a little bit later. Okay. You know, enjoy me that. a little bit of medication, you know? Let's do that. I Let's love go. it. Yeah, I, I, that's it's beautiful. How you know, how could you not also how could you not love Slick, man, how could you not love Baron Davis? You know, uh, be sure to Talk follow us on Twitter at Slick Sports, S L I C Sports. Follow us on Instagram at Slick. You know, mm-hmm. tap in with us, man. We got a lot of shit going on, man. We got an upcoming beat battle that's going down. They will be streamed on Caffeine. You know what I mean? Slick, Caffeine teaming up. Shout out the pool. Shout out to BD. You know, it's basically, how, you know how they do the basketball, you know, shit like that, whatever. What is time? It's the producers. It's the up-and-coming producers. You got the ones from L.A., got the ones from New York. It's some money on the line. Let's see what's going on, you know? So tap in, money on the line. It's coming up, man. It's coming up soon. Um, Let me get the date for you guys just so that I am... I'm accurate. I don't, I don't want to lead y'all astray or none of that. Uh, August the 20th. Saturday, August the 20th. It's going down. LA versus NY beat battle. It's going down. Like I said, if you don't have caffeine, download caffeine. You stream stuff on there for free. You know, that's where they show all the rap battles and all this. But that's where you can catch this at. So, August 20th, man. You know what I mean? Be in the beat. You know, tap in. Check that shit out, man. Gotta check it out. Man. All right, so where are we going first? All right, man. Yeah, it's just, it's about that time, man. We got the you know we got the five under five. You feel me? I guess we could start with uh hmm. You want to start with with B with B and uh and your girl, your home girl, my girl. <laughs> we talking about Kelly's? Listen, man, Kelly's. I told y'all the last time what I thought she should have did. I said she should have waited. You should have just mm-hmm. waited and see what come of this. Well, she she didn't wait. She fucked around and she found out, man. Now she got the sample. It's removed. Her name is removed. The credits are removed now. So now the people who were running to it and saying your name and, you know, re- probably reaching out like, oh, there's no, 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 no. You're getting all this, you know, this buzz again. It's gone now. It's gone. I understand having an emotional response to things. But at some point when you're just so loud and wrong, then people have to act. It's going to make you look funny in the end. So not only was it the wrong song that she was, she thought was being sampled, it was uh, not Get Along With You. It was actually Milkshake. She didn't use Khalees' voice. It was an interpretation of the La La La's on Milkshake. And she was credited as a performer. Like we said before, 
The song wasn't even written by Khalees. It was written for Britney Spears. She passed up on it. It was given to Khalees. So Pharrell and Chad Hugo are going to get the credits for that. So legally, Beyonce did exactly what she was supposed to do. What she did not have to do was to credit Khalees in any form of fashion. Exactly. Because she didn't even use her vocals. She didn't use a sample. It was an right. interpolation. All this going on, Khalees is out here talking about she has the help from Satan and, you know, just talking about devilish shit. And it's like, and and also saying that she's not really a girl's girl, like she's really not about girl power. And it's like, oh, I'm not? Okay, let me show you how I'm not. Mm. You can go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people were saying like, oh, I don't hear a difference. I don't hear anything different. But on title, clearly it's taken away. It's gone. Yeah. Those vocals are gone. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 tough, but like I said, it's one of those things where when you when you just jump out the window on something way too soon, you never know the opportunities you might have blew for yourself. You know what I'm saying? And, and don't get it twisted. I'm not I'm not saying like, oh, you would have, you know, they would have sent you ten million dollars, or they would have nah. But the opportunities that would have, you know, came from this if you had got out ahead of this and been like, hey, look, I heard they used that good shit. I'm glad to see that something I was a part of can live on and it can, you know, it's, it's being used today. That's cool. That's love. That's cool right there. Like, you could have just said that and that would have been it. But to come out and just, like, be aggressive like that, and it's, it's Beyonce, too. Like, come on, man. It's, that, that was, I just thought she should have waited. Give it a month or two, let it bubble, and then, you know, if you feel like you've been reaching out and maybe the, the energy on the other side or the temperature on the other side is kind of not where you want it to be, I can see you speaking on it, maybe, but to just come out before the album even, and you just going at her neck, like that's that's crazy, man. Like, but yeah. hey, you fuck around sometimes, and you Bye, find girl. out, man. You know, exactly, it, it, and you it, will. It, it is what it is. I mean, shit. You let's. I mean, right here, we got another example of fucking around and finding out this nasty quarterback, Deshaun Watson. They originally mm. only. They originally, you know, the judge looked at the cases that were presented to her, which were like uh, four or five. I want to say. She said that his actions were egregious, but she also said that because there was actually no, you know, there was no assault, right? Physical assault, whatever. Then, like, he should just get the six games. Okay. NFL said, all right, thanks. We're going to push for, uh, an, you know, a year minimum, <laughs> minimum a year, and we're going to find him, you know, a couple dollars as well, so... John Watson fucked around and found out as well, man. You know, you see, like, that shit ain't just, you know, it's, it's levels. It's channels you got to go through. That six games ain't, you know, ah. Yeah. And a lot of people are surprised because because it was a, a white female judge Absolutely. that handed him such a very a light sentence. It's like, hmm, okay, that was a really interesting move here. Because a lot of people feel like, you know, women don't really get the justice they deserve when it comes to mm -hmm. sexual assault. But here we go. Um, she really took it light with the NFL. Thank God they're having a backbone and saying, yeah. you know what? We need we need a little bit more punishment yeah, you, here. You, you, you have to because if you give you you give Ben Roethlisberger, you know, his suspension or whatever, right? Cool. But then you give Calvin Ridley a year off the rip for betting on games. And it's like, okay, well, now that this Deshaun Watson shit is coming up, what is this now? Because now you got to tell us what this is. Because this guy's betting on games and that's supposed to be ruining the integrity of the game and shit. What is this? Explain <laughs> this over here. So they looked at that shit and was like, all right, well, six games, let's up it real quick. You know what I mean? So like I said, it might be uh, they're, they're pushing for in, uh, indefinite suspension, you know, to find him. Because originally the NFL structured his contract 
or the Browns or whatever, right, where he gets a million dollars base salary this year. So whatever he gets fined, it comes from a million dollars and not his $325 million guaranteed because that penalty would have been much more severe, right? So, so yes, you know, that's, that's, that's what's going on over there with him, man. So, um, hey, uh, <laughs> let's see if the NFL really stand up on this shit because football is coming back. And, um, yeah, right around know, the my, corner. My, my new Giants jersey just came in the mail a couple days ago. So <laughs> hey. I saw that. You posted it to your story. <laughs> you feel me? Listen, motherfucker, <laughs> Birdifer. You hear You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Had to bring out the big birds on them and shit. You know what I mean? Woo! Yeah, You've been in the South too long. <laughs> man, man, motherfucking South, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the South, baby. <laughs> That's right. Speaking of. The South, mm-hmm. one of our great athletes from Houston, Texas, is yes. still in Russia. Yes. Was sentenced to nine years, nine and a half years. Um, it would have been about 10, but time served brings it down to about nine and a half. It's a lot of people who are really confused and outraged right now that she was mm-hmm. sentenced to such an extensive amount of time. But I want to clear some things up. Now, Boosie went online. I didn't even know he had an Instagram account again, but... He out here being loud and wrong as fuck, calling out Kamala Harris for not doing anything because Britney was, you know, she got that very extensive sentence. But there's a reason behind all of that. And I want to play a voice note or a couple voice notes from my best friend who is in the military, who is very civic savvy, who can mm-hmm. kind of explain some things about what's really going on. Let me play this real quick for y'all. Let me... um warm y'all just so you're tracking one the vice president herself cannot do anything about it any negotiations that happen are going to be directed by the president who will be advised by kamala harris through the u.s state department the state department is the lead for all diplomatic issues for the u.s government this is a diplomatic issue prisoner exchanges prisoner of war exchanges all these things get negotiated through the department of state the current head of the department of state is secretary antony blinken Secondly, there have already been offers and soft negotiations for Brittany Griner and another prisoner, Paul Whelan's release. The issue is Russia never has, never will negotiate swaps or releases until after, after a prisoner has been sentenced and does some time. They never do pretrial swaps while someone is just detained. That is why Brittany Griner chose to just go ahead and plead guilty. Russia has over a 95% conviction rate in their courts. They are extremely corrupt. And so she was advised to, and in my opinion, did the right thing by pleading guilty early so that it could be done quickly and she could already be sentenced. That way, formal hard negotiations can begin. That is why the president waited until today to issue a statement, because now that she has been convicted, his support for her signals as the head of our executive branch, which the Department of State falls under, signals the U.S. is now going to begin in hard formal negotiations for her release. 
And I think the reason why that Boosie shit really upsets me is because it's nothing but people in the comments. Like, he didn't lie. He's right, though. We ain't seen Kamala since she said we did it, Joe. And it's like, did you motherfuckers even take civics? Now, I understand there's a lot going on. And we have so much access to information. But the problem is we have so much access to information without a foundation of civics and an understanding of facts. So people just get to pop off and our people suffer because of all of this disinformation and misinformation, which if you knew what was going on, like I have been telling y'all, Russia heads the majority of that shit. Snoop Dogg posted last week or the week before a grammatically incorrect meme about Biden and Harris doing the crime bill 2.0, which isn't real at all. And guess where that meme was traced to? A 4chan thread that had Russians in it. Come on, somebody. We're never going to be free. We are never going to be free if we don't learn to stop with the bullshit. If we don't learn to ignore all of the noise and the misinformation and these dumb ass black male celebrities like Ice Cube with his bullshit before the election in 2020 with the, oh, I got a black a black agenda and I can't get Kamala Harris on the phone. I can't get Joe Biden on the phone. Trump riding for us. You got all these black male celebrities who were riding for Trump. Trump would have did this. If, if Brittany Griner was in prison while Trump was there, he would have been got her out when zero zero prisoners were released during Trump's presidency. And Trump already came out and made a statement talking about how Brittany Griner rolled up in there with a whole bunch of drugs. He wouldn't get her out either. And just so we're clear, this thing about Brittany Griner went in there with a whole bunch of drugs, it was CBD and it was less than 0.8 grams of it. Under Russian law, that is a heavy fine. Well, heavy for Russians because they don't have the money like that, but it's a heavy fine. There's no jail time for the amount that she had on her. They chose to say that she was part of a larger smuggling ring so they could get the maximum amount of time and use her for geopolitical purposes. So let's not fall for the bullshit and let's not fall for the misinformation and the nonsense and the fuck greet him like Boosie. I love her first, so much. Yeah, first and foremost, <laughs> man, I want to say thank you to our our guest. You know what I'm saying? Because like she, this was like a segment right here. Like she was like, right? A, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. It's very informative. I think one of the things that she said that stood out to me was uh about like how they don't have the money and shit. Because when I saw that they find her a million, what is it, rubles or whatever, I was like, man, she ain't gonna never be able to pay back a, a ruble. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that shit is equal up to like 16 racks, bro. Like okay. the dope dealer from my old neighborhood can get that shit paid down like tomorrow. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like allegedly. But yeah, man, that was, um, <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot because you do have a lot of people out there saying shit like that. And if y'all want to fuck Trump, just say that. Like it's, it's okay. Like cool. Yeah. I'm not knocking nobody. You know, we, you know, we're not shaming nobody over here, but, but quit just saying like what he would have did and all this other shit. You don't know. You, you don't, don't know. know. Like. Yeah, and if you don't have a good grasp on civics and you don't understand how things work, just just sit this one out. Just shut up, please. I mean, it'd be sharing easy all that this way. bullshit. You know, you would, you would think. Yeah. You would, you would, think, you would man. think. But you know, hey, it is what it is. So I'll leave yeah. this up to you. Where you want to? Where you want to go with this next? Rap shit. 
Oh mm-hmm. man, rap shit episode motherfucking three. You were right. We talked about this last week mm-hmm. where we felt we might get a backstory on Lamont and what's really Absolutely. going on in his life. Absolutely. So how did you enjoy the episode? Yeah, I, I thought it was great. And immediately I noticed when I noticed that I was right. You know, I'm not one of those people <laughs> who minds telling you I told you so to people. You know what I'm saying? Only the people I don't <laughs> fuck with though. If I fuck with you, I'm not going to oh, do you like okay, that. Oh, okay. I'm not going to do you like okay. that. Um, but but yeah, so no, I I felt like that's what we were kind of getting to because he got a little more screen time in um in um episode two. So episode three starts off. You you see him with the you know with the, the daddy duties post that we remember we talked about this before, right? Like dudes with their daughters, and it's like they do anything and they post you know something. So right. he's chilling. Soon as he got done posting it, didn't even post it yet. He's telling his mom like, "Hey, I need you to hold it down. I gotta go. I gotta go bounce out of here." You know what I mean? So he was doing that. Right. Um. I think you get a good look at what the rap game actually is versus what people think it is. Because if you look back to episode one and two, he's in the expensive cars with the stars in the ceiling. He in the studio. We ball. We turn up. We live. This is that and the third. But then you really mm-hmm. see car getting repoed. You got to go out there and, you know, pawn that watch and get you a couple of dollars. Now you got to look for a job and shit. And it was, you know, it was crazy. But, but real quick. So when he was, you know, on daddy duty. Mm-hmm. He was like, I need to get up and take my ass to work. Now, I, I don't know this feeling like as a as a black mother, but I can understand like as a black man, it's like, yeah, I want to spend this time with my child, but I got to go out here and get it. I got to be a provider. I got to get off my ass and just go do it. Did you see that scene and think like, oh, you just out here pretty much like babysitting your daughter and then you got your mom doing it. Are you really spending time? But I mean, Or did you see it like he got to go get it? I, I think what it was like... Like, 100%, yes, he got to get up and go get it. I just think that was to show, like, the, like the mom will have her all the time or, like, she'll be mm-hmm. somewhere else all the time. And then you get her for an hour and you like, daddy duties. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> okay, cool. Like, that's your, that's your daughter. Like, cool. Um, but, yeah, no, he has to get up and get it. He has to understand and, like, swallow his pride to a certain point and be like, look, fuck it. See right here, I gotta, I gotta make some happen. I gotta make some shake. So I respect it. I definitely respect it hundred percent. I think that it was, uh, it, it was funny how the episode kind of started off with you get a backstory on everybody. You get like the Duke, the Duke of Miami. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She all in the club with Guap Dad and the whole crew, and you know they all this money, this that, and the third or whatever, man. You know, and then you see she's going home to like her her uncle or whatever. They sharing a, you know, sharing a spot. And the funniest shit to me was she walked in and said, "This shit smells like an aquarium, bro." I was on the floor. <laughs> I was on the floor when she said that shit. That's crazy. I've never heard that before. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, that that was one of them, man. Um, you know, she got shorted on the money. She's trying to make her own plays. Uh, they done got robbed. There's all type of shit going on. Like I said, you you get like a, a more of a deep dive early early on into the season, and I think that's the mark of a great show. When you start to give us backstory this early, yeah, I can see that yeah. this show is gonna be you know as good. I, I like the direction. Yeah. What do you think about the music this episode? The music this episode was crazy. <laughs> the music this episode was insane. Um, I mean, since you start off with, uh, damn, uh, Lamont. So you remember he produced the song, right? Like he, mm-hmm. he produced, you know, he produced that. You come right into this shit and it's just, I feel like this might have been the, the, the best musical, you know, selection from, you know, from so far. You know, you three episodes in, but this was, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm fucking with it. I'm here for that. So he, he gets in the makeshift studio with Mia mm-hmm. and Shauna. And just hearing his little touch that he decided to put, you know, yeah. on there, um, what was this? Seducing uh, scheme. Seducing scheme, yeah. 
<laughs> and just to hear him put the little drums and you know adding some sound to it and just mm-hmm. turning it to its own he made it theme. bigger yeah he flipped it, was a, it yeah it was a grower it was a grower <laughs> Look, shout out to all the growers. Shout out to the growers. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. I can see where they're going, and I can see Mia understanding more and more that she, this isn't something that she can just do with Shauna. Right. Right. It's going to take a team. It's going to take some effort. But what I think is kind of like fucked up that I feel like is going to really set these girls back is joining forces with Duke. Yeah. Because yeah. some people really have like this gift of gab and they will bullshit you into a fucked up situation. Oh, man. But a lot of yes. people can't pick up on these these uh, red flags early. Yeah. yeah that's a yeah. fact. That's I a like fact. I, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't like where that's headed. Um, I will say that, uh, you know, uh, Mia, <laughs> she was getting props about being good at rapping and shit, right? They was like, oh, she even got better. She got this. But then they said something important. They was like, her eyebrows always even. And I thought that was a, I thought that was a great attention to detail because my wife always says to me when we watch a show or a movie I always spot a good hairline every single time and I'm like oh, okay yeah <laughs> I can fuck with that character he always got his shit lined up I can fuck with him so I thought that was dope. Yo, <laughs> speaking of that, uh, I remember when I went to see Twenty One Bridges with Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. That I amazing was by the so, way. The movie is incredible. Yes, but I was so pissed off because the barber fucked. Him, <laughs> I think that was done on purpose. His character came from a lot of pain and a lot of just like you know trying to no, make shit Mark. right. He ain't. I'm just trying to shoot him some bail, man. That's all. That's my dog. No, he the, held it the down problem. In that movie. The problem is they don't have good enough hairdressers and barbers on set with yeah, they, all they, these the black neighbor, characters. Yeah, the neighborhoods are too safe where they get the cuts at. You got to go somewhere. Like, where like I don't like you that. Know, yeah, the, if, if the owner of that shop is not in a like in an indictment presently, you're probably not going to probably get the best cut. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you didn't just see a black... You know what I mean? Word, though. Yeah, like, and, that's, and that's what I like about Issa's projects. Every sure. time you see black women and black men on this show, they are so well put together. Absolutely. They the are. hair's yep. on point. The wigs are what's on my, point. What's my man with the with the fro, with the taper fro? What's, um, they did the scamming. So they was in the store. And I want to touch on that too because yeah, homie, her, uh, homie Shauna's co-worker. Shauna's yeah. co-worker, yeah. The most unrealistic thing from this whole shit, it wasn't the fact that they went in there and spent five racks and you know they, they, they you know the pieces was hidden as the, as the scamming community would say. Um, uh-huh. it's the fact that they walked in there and just picked up a PS5 and it's just like four in the afternoon and it's like nigga where, the, where can you get a PS5 from right now anywhere but mm. it was just sitting around which is cool it's all good but yeah they, them pieces was hitting in there man you know what I mean they, they swiped that yeah. on up so I thought, I thought that was good I think they do a great job at touching on every aspect of what's going on in our culture without being too over the top with it so I do want to shout out uh, Issa everybody on the staff yeah. over there this, this was a great episode uh, yeah sure, it really was sure. So I want to go into the Ask Mari. Let's segment. do it. <laughs> Let's do it. So I was scrolling social media mm-hmm. and I was on Amber Rose page. Okay. And she posted an ad for a sex toy. And we see this all the time. It's a lot of comedians. It's a lot of, you know, influencers who are posting like the rose or whatever kind of like sex toy out there, vibrating panties, all kind of shit. But this one was a sex toy for men. Amber Rose should have she absolutely left a lot of money on the table by not coming out with the rose first like it's right in her name right okay so a lot of money on the table man the post isn't there but I wanted to ask you let's say you are about to go like 
on a business trip, an extended trip for like a couple weeks. You're going to be away from your lady for a while. And as a parting gift, your wife gives you a sex toy that apparently is supposed to like simulate oral supposed sex. Supposed to put your shit through the car wash. Let's just say it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like that term. Yeah. <laughs> that, Putting your that shit that through gawk, the car wash. When that shit be doing this to the, you know what I mean? <laughs> so how would you feel if you were gifted that? Would you use it? A hundred percent. And I would also feel yeah. very loved and um, appreciated because it'd be like, look, I know you're going to be out there. I know you, you know, you're a man, you got urges, not saying that I don't trust you, but here, go hold yourself down. You know what I'm saying? Here you go. This, this for you, hold that down. And I, I, I would appreciate that because it, it tells me that not only is she aware of, you know, her own sexual, you know what I mean? Her, her own, but like mine as well, because she, right. she, she got something. She wouldn't, this wouldn't have just been the first sex toy she ever bought ever. So she got something, she getting me something and she's like, yo, go hold it down. I know you about to be out there taking care of business and shit. So here you go. You know, I would love See, that. I was, I was seeing comments of like, nah, man, y'all taking it too far. Hello listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer, and I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. And women were like, kind of confused, like, why wouldn't you want something like this? So I had to figure out, like, this is why I have to do Ask Mari, because I need, like, a man's perspective on certain topics. Yeah, I mean, but you, you got to remember, too, though, that, like, when you say sex toy, it's all it's always taboo when it comes to, like, us, because we've only ever equated that to, like, damn, I'm not enough. Or, like, damn, she need to get, you know, whatever, as opposed mm -hmm. to saying... This yeah. is an enhancement. This is a teammate, bro. Like, he's not coming for you. Like, this is a team. You know, that shit don't got okay. a pulse. You got a pulse. You feel me? It's different. So, so now, we got to, we gotta, you know, uh, recognize that, but then turn it around, and we got to knock the taboo off of men having sex toys. Because coming up, the only thing that you would see on, like, TV or shows and shit like that was, like, blow-up dolls. And that's corny. Because you look at dudes, and you're like, this nigga got a blow-up? Like, you're a, you a widow. You know what I mean? Like, you got that, that's how it was. that's how it was seen. So, so when you start to get older and you start to see that like sex toys are more advanced than like now they're actually made for like with the man in mind. Because before it was just like with the woman in mind to me. Yeah. 
now we got to knock the taboo off a of sex toy, period, because we, you know, we as men have spent so long tearing down like that part that now that they make them for us, it's like, oh, shit, these are cool. So, you know, right. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would fuck with it. So if you came home from this vacation, she was like, hey, how did you like? And you're like, oh, that was dope. I appreciate it. And then she's like, okay, now let me use it on you. Would you let her do that? Oh, oh, oh. listen, nah. <laughs> this, this, <laughs> we built up a special bond and all that. We're not just letting anybody in on our relationship. Thank you for introducing us to each other, but you can't just, no, I'm, I'm talking shit. I'm talking shit. Dude. Oh, um. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. No, no, no. I'm talking shit, man. Yeah. I mean, if you, if, if, if she want to do that, it'd be like, all right, cool. Yeah, bet. Cool. Like, let's, let's do it. Cause I want you to see, you know, what's going on. So yeah, I'm, I'm with that. I'll be with that for sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No yeah. officers will be called this time. That ain't okay. Cool. Officer All Bishop right. could take the night off this time, man. Shout out <laughs> to Bish. You heard? <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, Thank you man. for answering that. Yeah, you know how it go, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. So, I also was scrolling social media, Bethany, and I saw <laughs> I saw this tweet right, and I, and I had to figure out a way to remix this to where I can ask you what you would do. So oh, basically, boy. the you know the gist of it was like. Uh, you know, somebody checked their significant other's phone. Uh, I, I guess like right after they had just got together, they had just got out of a you know a relationship or whatever, and it was like, I'll just ask you, what if you you're dating somebody who just got out of something, right? They just got out of something maybe within the last couple of weeks, and you're not trying to look at the phone, but it pop up notification pop up while y'all chilling, and then it says something like, oh, so that mean I can't get no dick no more. What would Bethany do? Oh shit! Uh, oof. <laughs> I like how my questions always pause you for a second. You're like, whoa, hold on. Yeah, like I'm just like startled. I already feel a way about invading someone's privacy. I feel like for going sure. through someone's phone. Yeah, yeah. If I see your phone light up, I'm looking away. So if I see something that I feel like I'm not yeah, so so to be so seen, imagine if he's showing you like, look at this video. Yeah, that I saw oh, earlier, and, and then the it's like, down. yeah, and it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, because we don't advocate the invasion of privacy on this show. So it's, this is all about like happenstance. If this just popped up and you couldn't avoid it, I'm just gonna give that look. Like, how you gonna answer this, Playboy? How we gonna answer this? <laughs> it's a collab, no, no, nigga. no, that's not. But I'm not like that. No, 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 I'll, but. I, I got, you know I got what I mean? You. I got you. Yeah, I, yeah. It's just like, okay, what, how, how are we going to answer this? <laughs> and I might have some follow-up questions like, how do we get to this conversation? Like, what kind of conversation were you guys having to make yeah, to her want to know if y'all yeah. can still hook up? Because usually if you go through a breakup, things rarely end on a positive note. Right, So right, there right. still could have been like people op- like leaving um, room for opportunity. Like, oh, we Absolutely. Just, you know. But it sounds like this person is saying, I'm in a relationship with someone else. And so the response is like, oh, shit. So that mean I can't. Yeah, it, so it, would, I, probably, I it feel, would probably mean that they I did it before. It probably mm-hmm. mean that they did it before, maybe, or that they talked about this before. And they trying to they trying to double back and be like, yo, are you for real this time? Or like, what's going on? Because because like that's that's a thing. Like you would hit a girl up and be like, you got it. Like, man, come through. You know what I mean? They're like, all right. But then, like, sometimes it's like, nah, I gotta, I'm trying to be good. And you like, you serious? Like, oh, all right, cool. So, all right, all right, okay. That's a, that's an interesting way of looking at it, though. Like, for sure. 
But go on. Yeah, ahead. I mean, it takes a lot to really like upset me. So yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just gonna see how this person moves, and that's gonna me tell me everything yeah. that I need to know about this person. Because if it's like a couple weeks in, I can still be like, you know what? He still might have some feelings there. He might need a little bit more time. It's to a teachable moment, relationship. right? There. Yeah, 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 yeah. You still might need some time to to get through it. You need to circle the block a couple times before you move on. Like for real. That's okay if you need that, but like, don't pull me into it. Mm, okay, okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I thought that was. Uh... I'm a reasonable person. I'm a very understanding person, and I know that men be like, "Oh, there's no way." Like girls be like, <laughs> you know, f-. no. I'm a honestly, you can talk to me about anything, but when I find things out mm-hmm. in a weird way, then I'm gonna look at you funny. Yeah, it's gonna be different now. It's gonna be like, yeah, hmm, with the emoji wait, wait with the monocle on the joint. Like, hmm. Yeah, like, huh? <laughs> so yeah that's what i man. would do okay i like that i like that man that didn't go the way i thought it was gonna i mean i thought it was gonna get more to... yeah yeah i like that I'm, I'm proud of that right there man i like that i like that a lot look that's called growth you know I'm, I'm, growth. I'm a big grown woman now i made yeah, some mistakes yeah. in the past i used to wild out i have grown up <laughs> yeah. and i'm raising a son you know so i have Whoa. to do things a little bit differently yeah Excellent segue. You know, you you, you hit me up. Like, you know, we have these conversations. We, we talk about yeah. things like this. We talk about real life, you know, like we homies. We do. And, um, you know, both of us have sons. You know, my, yes. mine is, you know, younger. He's younger by a couple of years. But we both yeah. have sons. And, you know, that's that's one of those things that um needs to be discussed because there are a lot of people that's going through that who, who might be feeling the same way. Yeah. Or might be looking for different perspectives. You know what I'm saying? So That's me. I'm always trying yeah. to see things from other people's point of view. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I took my son to the park. He wanted to ride his bike. I just wanted to have some time just to kind of chill and be outside and get some fresh air. And um, my son, within like two minutes of hopping on his bike, he falls and he hurts himself like real bad. And I mean, he is mm. crying. Mm. The the bike handle scraped the skin off Ooh, of his chest. I've been there before. Been there before. Yeah, same. I, I literally had to show him yeah. a scar that I have on my chest from falling Ooh, off man. my bike. Mm. And it hurt him so much that he didn't even notice, like, his knee was bleeding. He yeah, his yeah. leg. That's how I be. right here on his chest, he was just like, oh, like, my heart hurts. He kept saying, my heart hurts. Ooh. And so I could, you know, see people looking over and like, oh, is he okay? And I noticed that in... In other situations, a parent will tell their son, like, to stop crying, to calm mm-hmm. down, and to be quiet or whatever. Oh, don't cry, don't cry. You're okay. Walk it off. And we've talked about this on this show before. Mm-hmm. Like, when it comes to boys, like, you have to, oh, toughen up, you know, shake it off, walk it off, and you don't allow a little boy to cry. And yeah. I think that is just so, like, you're stifling their emotions, and they internalize things because they're not yeah. able to express it outwardly. But in this moment, I let Prince cry it out because I'm like, and I told him, I'm like, it's okay to cry. I know that hurts really bad. And I asked him, I was like, it hurts. He was like, yeah, it hurts so much. Mm, And mm. I let him express verbally how he was feeling. And I was like, come on, let's go over here and sit down, you know, let you catch your breath. And we sat in the shade and he like rested his head on my shoulder and I put my arm around him and I like held him and like rocked him and, you know, talked to him and tried to, you know let them know that I understood that it hurt. Yeah, yeah. The thing about that moment is that I feel like there are a lot of men that I know that would have benefited from having someone in their life 
let them cry it out and let them know yeah. I understand that this hurts. Whatever you're going through, it could be physical pain, mm-hmm. emotional pain. You're going through some mental stuff. Just to have someone to lay on their shoulder and cry it out would be so helpful to a lot of people. And so what I wanted to ask you is like, when you were a little boy, mm-hmm. did you have the opportunity to express yourself and just be able to cry things out? Um, I, I would say, yeah, I did. I, I don't think I did a lot of, um, I, I don't want to say I didn't do like a lot of crying, but I think I did more panicking than crying. Like I did a lot more like panicking and like, oh shit, like I'm, cause I remember my earliest injury I can remember, I was, I was like under five years old. And on my left hand, I cut like, like like a like a decent part of it open, um, you know, like the little the like in the parking lot. Yeah, wow. part of my hand. So I was walking home with my brothers, both of my older brothers. The store was right around, you know, right around the corner. There was a parking lot. There was glass in it. I didn't notice it. I was just trying to, you know, I'm I'm walking on like the little. It's like I, I forgot the name of them, but that's the little cement little cylinders, and you yeah you know, yeah in the parking lot. Yeah, so I'm doing that, and I used to do it all the time. So I didn't think nothing of it. This time I just wasn't paying attention. I was on autopilot. Fell down, cut my whole hand open. My brothers were more upset than I was. They was just, they like ran me home and they knocking on the door, mom, mom, like, oh, blah, blah. and I'm just in there panicking, like, man, I hope I'm all right. Like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? So, but there were times when I cried about something and depending on what it was, because sometimes it'd be like, oh, the video game not working. It's like, boy, relax. Like, don't, it should better be about something. Relax. You calm down. Yeah. But, but whenever it was something that was real, I was always given the space to just be like, you know, go in my room, do my thing, whatever. Nobody was on my back. Like, yo, you better shut the fuck. You better not, you know what I'm saying? And and I always have to credit the, you know, the men that I was raised around because a lot of that could have easily, you know, been taken wrong. That energy could have went a different way. But I was the generation, I think, that the men in my family, you know, us, we were the generation where they looked and was like, we're not doing all that old whatever shit. You know what mm. I mean? At times, you are told to man up on certain shit, for sure. That's part of being a little boy. You're going to hear that sometimes. But it was with sports-related shit. I'm on the court right, and I get right. mad at some basketball shit. Man, nah, you you better, you know, whatever. But as far as, like, emotional things, I can't say that any of them, like, stifled my, my growth in, you know, in that department. And I think that's the reason why um, I was so comfortable you know as a kid i wasn't i really wasn't running around you know feeling crazy i felt very loved you know from them it wasn't until i got older that i started to view what like people thought being a man was or what masculine was and you know i started to lose people close to me and crying that was the only way to get that shit out like you gotta get that out but you look at people and it's like oh men don't and i was looking at that shit like that's hell, like bro. That's terrible. What do you mean? Even don't cry, like nigga. I'm gonna cry. Like I'm going to yeah. cry about some shit like that. It's like it's. Come on, dude. You know what I mean? And and see, I think this is why we get along so much because I can tell that you have a great balance of. You have like emotional intelligence because of how you were raised and you yeah. were given compassion and understanding as a child. I gotta give that credit up. to my mom. I gotta give most of that credit to my mom, honestly, okay. because like my Shout mom would mom. be like, yeah, my mom would just like. That's my baby, like, and then you know, and if I wanted to cry, somebody says something about it. She'd be like, "So what? Like, I, let him, let him cry. Fuck it. Like, so what? So what? What y'all gonna do? Like, so on on Instagram, you know, we posted mm-hmm. a lot of clips from the show, yeah. and uh, somebody was like laughing at something that you said, of course. And I was like, "Yo, Mari is so damn funny." He was like, <laughs> he responded. He said, "Yeah, 
I love him with you. Before, I thought he was just too hard. I can see his sensitive side when he's with you. I love the show. And I was like, yes, I need people to see that side of him. He's a great person and honestly a safe space. And he said, that's a perfect tag for him, a safe space. So I I just want people. Damn, I like I want men to hear this. Emotional intelligence is just really important to be a compassionate person in this society. When you have people teaching little boys to be tough and hard, you're cutting off like a huge emotional part of a human. To -hmm. tell people to stifle their emotions is a very harmful thing to do. It's nasty, man. It's it's, it's it's nasty nasty. work out here. It happened, and then having a son of my own now, it's like I can't imagine looking at him and he's crying about, you know, he hurt himself, and I'm, and then I'm, and then I'm gonna choose that moment to like compound sadness with like anger. I'm gonna be mean to him. Right. I can't imagine that. Like I love him. That's my dog. Like that's my. He's my friend too. So it's like I shouldn't. And he and he like relies on me and looks up to me and admires me and cherishes my presence and he hangs on every word. So it's like. If I know that all of my words can affect him, why would I choose these to say to him? You know what I'm saying? You know what I think it is? I think it's a generational thing that's passed down. Absolutely it is. Where it's like when something bad happens, you have to stifle this person immediately Immediately. because trouble would happen, would usually follow if there's too much commotion. And I don't want to like take it back into slavery days, but it really stems from that. It's like if a child gets hurt or whatever, they're crying, it's going to bring attention to you. Very harmful things can happen in yeah. that moment. So, And I, I get it. Like, I get it. But mm. as we're learning and become, becoming more emotionally intelligent, we have to understand, like, this is pain. This is generational pain that we're passing down. But I mm-hmm. think it's honestly us, you know, Generation uh, X for sure. But us, we're like really driving it into our children like hey it's okay to feel things um but just having that moment with my son i was just like it's a beautiful moment i I just i just want all boys to be able to have that person that's like yo it's okay it's okay yeah it hurts it does hurt and just to sit and listen listen and just let them have that moment right there you know what i mean but but then also it's one of those things where like you said it's a generational thing it's all about where you are as far as, like, the generational trauma of baton. You know what I'm saying? Like, did, are you the second one to get this? Are you third, fourth, or fifth? Because mm. at some point, one of y'all is going to wake up and be like, this is not the way I want to keep doing shit. Somebody's going to break it. Somebody has to break it. You can't just keep living, you know, what they say, you can't win today's games off yesterday's points. Like, you, you can't keep doing this shit just because, like, oh, they did it? Yeah, but who's to say it worked? You think, you think that because they're here, it worked? It's a lot of fucked up people still here with lingering effects of like trauma and abuse and things like that. So it's like, you know, I I don't ever want to come off as like the perfect. I'm always say the perfect thing and I'm always do the right. Right. I don't ever want to come off as that. But I'm going to tell you that I understand that all the pain that came before me and all that I had to endure just in life, navigating life. I I accept that. And I, I accept that task of like. You know, siphoning through all of that and saying, all right, cool, this is what I'm going to give to my son so that he's better than me. And then so he can make his son better than You know what I mean? I'm, I'm aware of shit like that. Also, I mean, I, was, I be talking to niggas all the time on pause. Like, I can't be all, you know what I'm saying? Like, we talk about Dipset versus the Locks and shit like that. Like, I ain't, 
can't be a, you know, in those moments, you ain't gonna hear me in those, you know what I'm saying? You See, this is why, setting, yeah. This is why I like us on the society. We get to show different aspects of our personalities and how I we came it. up and how we love present it. ourselves yeah. today. Yeah, and and you, why you we are the people we are who we are. You ask me a lot of questions and give me a lot of scenarios that make me even think and on a spot like, oh damn, hmm, what what would I do or what mm-hmm. you'd be surprised at how many people, if you ask them one on one how they feel about something, you'd be surprised at how many people don't feel anything about a lot of stuff. And you'd be surprised at how many people just like they, they they don't really care to have an opinion on it to begin with. But on social media, because you see the topic, you feel the need to chime in. That's how you get a lot of stupid shit, you know, in, in quote tweets and stuff like that. It's yeah. A lot of stupid shit in videos and stuff like that. Because you just want to be part of the conversation. It's okay like to see things out. <laughs> Absolutely. When people start talking about, um, you know, this comic book or that, I can't chime in on that. That's not my, I got to sit back. If I, if, if I like what they're talking about, let me sit back and do the knowledge first. I can't just chime in. I don't know anything about that. Yep. Or about a movie or a show oh, or my artist, God. whatever. I don't know. Let me tell you, there have been moments. <laughs> this is how I know that I'm growing as a person because there's moments where I will type up, I will see a tweet, right? And everyone's commenting, retweeting and putting their comments on with it. And I'll do the same. I'll type something up. And then I'm like, but why though? And I just delete everything. Boom. And I I'm so keep glad it you moving. Said that. Oh, man. And I wish people would fucking do that. Like, do you really want to post this? Are you sure? Like, do you know what the Man. fuck you're talking about? Number what does one. adding your opinion <laughs> to this, how is this going to improve the conversation or push it forward? Right. right. If it's not going to do any of that shit, shut the fuck up. Yeah, just leave it alone. And, and that goes for, like you said, that goes for self as well. There's so many times, like you said, I'll type up a tweet. It'll mm-hmm. feel so good to just type it up and I'll delete it and just be like, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, it feels like it feels like that moment that you snuck off and hit that blunt, and you was like, "That's what I needed." Oh, I needed, it. and you just put it out and you go back, like you know, hey, yep. yeah, I would right, gladly assist you. But yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying you don't even know you just hit the motherfucking skunk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, no, that's yeah. real. That's real. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't do that anymore, man. That was back but in yeah. like 2009, 2010. Or whatever, mm-hmm. I would do that and just engage and be in the. I'm not doing. I'm grown, man. I'm grown with kids and pets and shit, bro. You got it. <laughs> Shout out to the pets. You got too. it. Yeah, you got it, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do want to say thank you to the listeners. Um, yes. You really help drive these conversations, and I'm glad that you know. Homie sent this this message in yeah, response to the homie, what we're talking man. about. Shout out to homie. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I appreciate that. That that you know that I'm out here in real life, like getting a chance to kind of grow up in front of you guys as well, because mm-hmm. a lot of you I've met at live shows before. I've seen you out somewhere and we dapped it up and we chopped it up about some stuff. So I'm, I'm excited to be on this journey, like right in front of you guys. So you can see me and remember a time when I said something back then. And then now I changed my mind on it because my opinions and, you know, I've, I've matured and, you know, I've had experiences yeah. now to, you know, to try to like sway me in a different direction. So you know, I, I appreciate that. Uh, shout out to the listeners for sure. Cause yeah, like legitimately without y'all, this shit is not possible, right? Like without y'all comments, none of this is possible. So shout out to y'all for sure. Can you give the social media handles again? Oh yeah. Listen, you want to follow us on Twitter? You can follow us not only at slick sports, S L I C. You can follow us at the society pod. Get on Instagram, same number to hop, skipping the jump away. You follow us at Slick, S L I C. Pop right on over to the Society Podcast. We out here. We are out here. Talk to us. We talk back. 
You know what I'm saying? Back. Again, the mailbag will be back. We're cooking up some other shit in the meantime. So still send them questions in. Still send them DMs and still be respectful. Or not. I'll handle <laughs> you. It's all right. Hey, man, you heard what she said, man. All right. Until next week, we'll holla at you. We out. Peace.